Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you probably appreciate on these Monday Memos I talk an awful lot about our value generating assets in accounting and finance, because fundamentally I believe we've fantastic potential to create and capture value for our organisations. But I've never really gone into where we can perhaps look to enhance or nurture them. And the reason we'd want to do that is if we fundamentally believe that income or value follows on from assets, like as in return from our assets, our teams and finance, ultimately we're then talking about addressing asset deficiencies or gaps in the ability of our assets to fully realize their potential. So I, a while ago, I, I undertook a case study with a team of about 11 individuals in an IT company uh, who had their team members spread between Europe and the United States. And to get a sense of the state of their assets, I asked them if they would undertake a value potential pulse. And that's what I put up on the screen now. And this pulse uh, is split uh, amongst the three value disciplines and the six assets I've mentioned previously. And I found out that the social intelligence asset was actually relatively weak compared to some of the other ones. You know, the financial analysis one, which you more than likely expect from finance professionals, was actually quite strong. So this was the one that needed an immediate uh, looking into, so to say. And uh, once we had this, we could start developing a workshop or series of workshops to start improving it. And the first step in those workshops was to give tools to team members to be able to go and start improving their social intelligence and it was quite interesting because normally when you think of finance training and the job in particular uh, a lot of money still gets spent on improving excel skills now the thing is like most finance teams we're already pretty strong at finance our technical skills you know a lot of us have had to go and get finance qualifications they take time and generally technically speaking we're pretty damn good so if you do programs like excel or whatever you're only sort of tweaking slightly what we already do quite well whereas what i've typically found um, with these uh, value potential pulses vp pulses is that uh, the social intelligence and engagement assets we could actually be an awful lot better run so started uh, looking into this with the workshops and shared a number of tools now the first one is the haves and wants tool which i've gone into previously uh, one I've, I've not probably touched on as much is the value logs which is essentially based off the idea that what gets measured gets managed so if you're asking team members to go and identify value in the organization um, and track that value more than likely they're going to start looking for it and noticing opportunities to go and add value now the way I've structured the value log is that it allows us to track the contribution we're making to driving forward business performance. And also, as we're adding value, we also ask for testimonials from the business or organizations whom we're working with to validate the impact of that, to say that, yes, uh, in finance, you've gone and added us value. And that also forces us to engage and have conversations. And in terms of the workshop, what we did is a, a role play where in effect we got two members of the workshop to read a script 
and we've got everyone else to see what they could pick up from the conversation for haves and wants to better appreciate uh, what was involved in the conversation, the things they picked up, the things they perhaps could pick up better next time and, and, and then also uh, try it out on each other to see um, how the tool worked in practice because simulation is quite key to reducing fear when it comes to using it in the workplace. And then on top of that, as a follow-up, it's important to establish a mentoring program, but not mentoring just for the sake of it, but partnering or matching people up who perhaps have stronger skills in one area like social intelligence. And it turned out when we did the diagnostic that there was one person in the team who's very strong in social intelligence skills. It just didn't show up in the overall results because everyone else needed a lot of improvement there. So leveraging that asset and that one person they mentored some of the other members of the team, bringing their entire level up as well. And vice versa, other team members had comparative advantages in their assets and brought other team members up on those. And, and we'll just go through those and the results in a minute. And one of the great things about doing the Strength in the Numbers show is that some guest mentors have already touched on uh, how to improve our value generating assets during their conversation. They deconstruct those into baby steps we can all follow. So what we essentially did was take some of those uh, conversations and put them into a personalized or a tailored playlist so that people could listen to them on the way into work or when they're in the gym so that they've got this focused attention applied on driving better value for the business and also addressing the asset deficiency. And if you think about it, that type of focused attention is probably one of the best ways of learning. And if you want to learn a language like French, best way to go do that is go to France, live there for a period of time, work there for a period of time and absorb yourself in the language. Your attention won't be directed elsewhere and you'll start probably unlearning some older patterns and establishing some new ones. And also there's another element that everyone learns slightly differently. So what works for one might not work as well for other people. So you need a bit of a tailored approach. So you need a few different things. And I look at finance teams like a bit like an orchestra in that you know we when they're sort of practicing or figuring their way out or just tuning the instruments before a uh, coming together to play a piece it does sound to be a bit all over the place a bit noisy a bit disorganized but then when they come together with the sole aim of trying to create value for the audience boy can they put on a great show and that's the way i look at finance and trying to address these asset deficiencies it's about bringing everyone together to one common aim and giving them the tools to do their jobs effectively. And, you know, it's also playing a bit off neuroscience in that in Hebb's law, which states that cells that wire together, fire together. So, you know, in terms of developing and addressing our asset deficiencies, nurturing them and so on, it does require engagement, practical skills. And these are the things you're not going to find out on accounting exams or CPT certs or in your Excel training. So another reason for developing the Strength in the Numbers show is to bring on people who have really figured out how to address asset deficiencies either in themselves or in their teams, uh, shared with us their practical steps on how they do, do done that, their hard-won lessons. And, and I think that's why the show keeps growing uh, week over week and month over month is that our fellow finance professionals are finding value in that approach. It's a good way for them to learn. And that's what I keep tuning back in. So look, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, 
Uh, please let your friends and your colleagues know about it. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and YouTube. And really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers. Thank you.